Then, you are the one I was told to meet, yes? Marcus Walbrook? You behold the squire of the Court of Summer. Time is running out, and I need you to do something for me. Find Rosetta Common, and bring her to the tree. Bro. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your typical approach to spying on Detective Sergeant Ditko? In general, it's pretty, I, I would say, relaxed. She has found that on the back porch, there is a screen door that has been propped open, never getting fixed, but it seems that he's got the equipment to fix it and just has not gotten around to it. And through that screen door is the like back door that is unlocked all the time, which is weird for a cop, but it is. So she's just like in there in Ditko's house. I'm imagining like a weird sectional that's got like the chaise lounge part um, that's against a wall, like a half wall. And Ro just kind of like sits on the other side of the wall and listens to conversations that are had Anytime he gets up, she ducks behind, like, a very large potted plant that is actively dying. Okay. Righto. Here you are in Detective Sergeant Ditko's abode. Uh, yeah, it, it is as you described, and he is, uh, he, he's kind of coming in late, uh, which suits you just fine, because you tend to get there somewhat late. But here he is coming in. And for the third night in a row, it seems that he does the exact same thing as always, which is just sort of walk in the front door, haunted look on his face, and just sort of quietly drop the mail from his mailbox on his kitchen table. You notice that he actually tonight has made an effort to like at least look at what it is before dropping it on the table. And then he just goes over to uh, that couch that you are hiding behind on the other side of a half wall. And uh, he just he just turns on uh, turns on the TV and it's playing a John Wayne movie, McClintic from 1963. Uh, it's kind of a kind of a comedy Western. Um, it seems like it's his comfort movie. You know, it's got Maureen O'Hara in there. Uh <laughs> and Stephanie Powers, um, you know, and he's like, sure, a lot of this not aged super great because it's a cowboy movie from set, you know, from '63. But like, it seems like this is the kind of thing that you watch when you just like need to not think about the world for a bit. Um, on on nights when he doesn't like call anybody and just sort of sits there falling asleep. Uh, in front of the television. What do you do from there? Um, Ro has gotten very comfortable in doing this, having a lot of history breaking and entering. First, she's going to go look at the table and check the mail, as she is one to do, and then go to like a study and look at pictures on the wall and things that are like on his upcoming calendar and in the drawers. Okay. Well, um, it looks like he's getting first notice utility bills. Uh, they're not going to shut him off quite yet, but he's uh, looks like he's not been as attentive to uh, his, you know, the upkeep of his house as he ought to be. 
that seems like the primary mail that he's receiving. You do notice that there is shuffled in the stack somewhere one unlabeled envelope that is uh, it's been sort of roughly opened and it doesn't look like it has uh, a return address at all on it. Okay. If you inspect that, you'll notice that it is empty. Okay. God damn it, Abby. What? When are you going to learn that hesitating gets people killed? I didn't hesitate. Really? Really? Then how come that fucking troll got into the farmhouse? How come this wasn't dealt with last week when I told you to deal with it? Last week he wasn't a monster. No. Last week he was deciding whether or not to become one. I thought that it wouldn't That's have to your come problem, to Albion. You think too much. You don't do. It's fine. We didn't have any casualties. Yeah, but did you know there was nobody home? No, I wasn't sure. Hmm. And next time, are you gonna be sure? Alistair, I'm sorry. I... Sorry I look... doesn't cut it to those burying their loved ones. So why should it cut it to me? Why should it cut it to you when you're gonna have to look at the faces? I'm not saying it as an excuse. I am giving you the reasoning for why I failed there. I'm ex- I'm, can I at least explain where I'm coming from here? Yeah, go ahead. Talk yourself out. I'm not trying to talk myself out of this, Alistair. I'm trying to... His face still looked... human. And... I, I met him last week and I saw someone who was scared, who was confused, who wasn't that far off from uh, that kid you found on that bus. That was years ago. And yeah, I hesitated because I thought maybe I could still break through somehow. Maybe, maybe he wasn't gone, but but I guess we know better, don't we? Albion, when we get the call, it's too late. We are not the first line of defense. We are not about making friends. That's what the White Council does. We do what the Wardens won't. Remember that next time. Yeah, I'll try to keep that in mind. You good? He did catch you pretty good with that uh, right hook there. You think it's my first time getting smacked across the jaw by a troll? Please. You know, I should not be surprised that it isn't. <laughs> so, um... Last time, troll was on fire when it hit me. 
Well, <clears throat> I don't know if that's better or worse. But, listen, because uh, this was my fuck-up, why don't I cover the tab tonight while we uh, recover with some R&R and R. Rest, recovery, and rum. You know I prefer rye. I keep forgetting that's what your third R is. Look, the rum's just too sugary for me. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah. You ain't too sweet, are you? Yeah. How's that leg of yours doing? Well, I mean, I can walk. I can run. I might wince while I'm doing it, but I can. All right. <clears throat> Time to get up. Law's going to be on after us before too long. Yeah. Hey, um, I'll do better next time. See that you do. Yeah. Anyway, so after, uh, you know, this is inserted into the rectum and you've checked for the regular abnormalities, you know, swollen, irritated tissues, polyps, cancer in the large intestine, um, you proceed with the, you know, you just kind of reverse the process using the camera right here, and then that should do it. And, you know, check for any anal leakage whatsoever. And any questions? You have a room full of students who are not raising their hands, uh, because even med students still occasionally get weird after the words anal leakage. I know. It's great. So, yeah, it seems like you've basically covered the de the uh, the details of what you're trying to describe here. Great. Uh, and <laughs> they're just all kind of diligently taking notes in the last few seconds and it's not a bell anymore but like you know the pa kind of beep like that your period is done oh still using those weird <laughs> yeah that some things are a little archaic here in fantasy burlington university of vermont yeah all but right how else would you know that a period ended yep all right make sure to read chapter six for next class and see you then uh, your students start gathering up their things and filing out. There is, of note, one white court vampire who you are giving a nice passing grade to as of late, and named Alfonso, who starts getting up and trying to, uh, I guess, get out before you notice that he's left. I'm going to point to him and be like, not you. And he just sort of turns, looks at you, and tries to do a who me face and utterly fails yeah no i'm basically posing like miles fucking itchworth <laughs> and he's just gonna sit back down and uh pretend that he's busying himself with like some last second notes um so that it looks like he's trying to do something as everyone else shuffles out around him yeah i'm gonna wait till everybody leaves <laughs> <sighs> all right um what do you want to talk to me about today, Doc? How'd the date go? Oh, fuck. Oh, this is why I've been... This is why I've been ducking out early every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Ugh, I know you know. I know you know. Ugh. What do you want me to say? Just how it went. <laughs> I'm not pissed. <sighs> okay. Honestly... It was really nice. It was just low-key. 
we just got got some good food. I had pig's feet. Oh yeah, she likes. Oh yeah, she's into that Shetland shit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can't believe I actually liked it. Like, anyway, uh, yeah. She took you to that one place. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, they're the Um, only people that can't. They're the only people I know that don't fuck up pig's feet. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That little hole in the wall that had like two chairs outside. Yeah. Yeah. That place. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. Um. I. And the amount that your sister ate is, um, okay. I know this sounds like I'm saying something like I'm shaming her, but like she's she's a basketball player. She needs a huge caloric intake. I'm told. I mean, we've she and I have basically been fighting over food since we were kids, and then the little one would basically steal whatever we weren't eating while we were busy fighting. <laughs> oh my god! You have another sibling. Just the two. Oh, she's taller okay. than uh, Sam, but she's taller than Sam. Yeah, but she's built like a rail. She's literally a she literally looks like Sideshow Bob. She's got the, the hair. Wow. Holy shit. It's like if Sideshow Bob was a six foot eight black woman that dressed like Isabel from Animal Crossing. He just pauses for a moment and tries to make that mental image happen in his head. I'm kidding. Uh, Here, and I just show him a picture of the three of us. <laughs> Oh, uh, yep. Okay. You know what? Your description is, uh, actually less flattering than I had thought. Um, God damn it. I kind of wish you'd been a girl. Cause then, you know, if, if, if they get all the good looks. I'm going to let that slide due to, you know, our previous. Look, we have a good rapport right now. Try not to fuck that up. Yeah. That's the only reason I felt like I could push that even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, so... So you had fun. Cool. Yeah, you know what? It was It was really just sort of chill. Just sort of kicked it and talked and people watched, you know? When she's got another home game, uh, we're gonna see if we can get a second one going. Good. And, and you don't... You're, you're not, like... You're not accusing me of, like, trying something here? You tried something once, and you remember how that turned out, right? Yeah, okay. As long as you're not trying shit again, you and I have no problems. And Sam can take care of herself. Yeah, that's for fucking sure. Got cannons. All right, <sighs> that's it. Okay, well, um, today was a nice bit of extracurricular, so uh, great. I will see you in, in two days, I guess. Yep. Glad that, uh, glad that we're still, okay. Yeah, and he's just, like, realizing exactly how awkward he is around you. A person that he just really feels like he has no power over. (laughs) And he just leaves. (laughs) So, you've got a first-time client. Coming over to your house. Yes. What does the preparation for that look like? I think that Desdemona would just take a few minutes with a clear quartz crystal and would probably just uh, work on clearing and cleansing the parlor room a little bit. She also has 
um, a kettle of hot water ready to go to offer tea when they come. Uh, she always checks to make sure that um, there are several tissue boxes in the parlor and that they're full and that the trash can is clear and clean. And she, she probably just goes around doing a little bit of busy work, fiddling around, uh, fluffing pillows, etc., just in anticipation of somebody coming into her home. Okay. As you're doing some of your prep work, you keep hearing little nagging, a little nagging voice in the back of your head that you just are trying as hard as you can to ignore. Like you're going around with your clear quartz and just like, you know, trying to cleanse the area and you have that little nagging voice in your head that's like, you know, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> then she's going to start toning at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that won't get rid of me but fair point i'll be quiet terry if that's you i swear not today oh it's not harry terry not even terry you're not sure who it is but you've still got like nagging voice kind of tugging at the very back corner of your mind yeah if, like you if they're here for you later we'll get to you but you must be patient i don't think anyone's here for me you're like fluffing the pillows and like getting that all nice it's like all right 90 seconds who are you and what do you want you know me i'm just saying that there's a lot of pointless ritual going into your preparation it'd work just the same if the house was a dump then perhaps it's a matter of pride ah pride i can work with that you should lean into that more you going to be obtuse and hide who you are and what you want, or should I continue prepping the room? Oh, by all means. Don't let me stop you. She's going to go to her, gosh, what would you call it? Like one of those really old music players that plays records. Oh, a record player? Yes. For some reason, my brain was saying Victrola, and I'm like, I don't even know what that is, Christine. <laughs> that is actually a brand of that. Well, cool. I was right. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go. Yeah, she's going to go and she's going to put on some loud old jazz music. Oh, okay. And she's going to start just kind of scatting along with it as if like I can't hear you. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, yeah, so you're you're just getting things prepped and um you are in the middle of getting the last bits of prep done when you hear uh, some trepidatious knocking. Immediately, there's like a record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to go and open the door and kind of try to take on a calm but friendly air. Hello there. You must be. Um, yeah. Hi. Uh, the, I, I know I the appointments for... Um, for 3.30, uh, but I, I figured it would be polite to get here a little early. Uh, it is 3.25 uh, too soon. Um, 3.25 is perfect. Please come on in. Um, yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, my, uh, uh, Joe. Uh, I'm Joe. Sorry. Okay, yes. Please come on in, Joe. Okay, yeah. Um, hey, uh, yeah, uh, wow. Um, I guess take me to where we do the psychic stuff if joe came in from the front door like the big official 
fancy front door, then they are already inside the parlor. Aha. So, yeah, he's just going to look around. Just Oh, oh, right. So, yes, um, come on in. Um, I am Desdemona Brown. Uh, please make yourself comfortable at home. Can I pour you a cup of tea? Oh, um, y- yes, please. Do you have decaf? I can do decaf. Um, will you be having me read the tea leaves today? Oh, yeah, uh, yes, if that's, uh, if that's part of, part All of right. it, then sure, yeah. I will be right back with, um, some tea for us. I'll be right back. Okay. She doesn't uh, leave Joe in there for too long by himself. She has, already has the water hot, and she's gonna put, um, two cups of tea, and they're gonna be, it's gonna be loose leaf tea, though. Uh, and she's just gonna bring those back in and put them on the coffee table, um, near the couches. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so I've, um, I've never done, like, a psychic reading before. Uh, I don't really know all of what's involved, but, um, like, I got, you know, I, I, like, I've got friends, uh, and they were like, hey, you should try this thing out. Um, Thank you very much for taking their recommendation. I appreciate it. Word of mouth really is one of the best ways, especially for a local business owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all about word of mouth. Um, so, what can I help you with today, Joe? What brings you here? Uh, well, like, I mean, you probably figured that I'm a college student, you know, because I, uh, cause you just look at me. I, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in like my, you know, second year of grad studies. Um, and it's really, really intense and, uh, like I always had uh my grand nana. She was she was always just like super cool, you know? Uh and like really nice to just sort of talk to and you know, sort of a comforting presence. Uh and somebody that I could like, you know, sort of rely on uh to be around when I was dealing with tough stuff. And um well I haven't gotten to talk to her in a while. Uh and now I I think this might be the only way i get to do that how long has it been since you've lost her it's been it's been about like five months so yeah you know kind of put a damper on on my december i'm so sorry to hear about this recent loss what a little whiner everyone loses someone all the time she's going to ignore that i lost my grandmother and I, when I was only four years old, and her loss still to this day impacts and reverberates through me. She also had the gift, and you could say she was my first mentor. I was very lucky to have her, just as you were lucky to have your grandmother. So there are several yeah. ways we can go about this. Um, once your tea has cooled enough to when you have drunk it, I can look at the tea leaves. Some people prefer palmistry, tarot readings, but if I'm being honest, we don't need any of those trappings if we don't have to. Yeah, um, I guess, like, whatever the real shit is that you do, uh, is I just kind of, like, just really want to just, like, she was the first person I got high with, like... (laughs) I feel I felt real comfortable around her. So like, yeah, whatever, whatever it is you want to do that makes that 
I guess, conversation kind of happen. Okay, Joe. So today we're going to attempt to contact your grandmother. And she's going to kind of hold out her hands over the coffee table. I'm just going to ask you to take a hold of my hands, and we're just going to close our eyes and take a couple of deep centering breaths. Okay. All right. Uh, he He does so nervously. You can feel that, like, his grip, he has no idea how to calibrate uh, at all, like, how light or, or not. Oh, okay. Uh, just a little, little lighter. A little lighter is fine. Uh, oh, so, sorry, sorry. Oh, it's uh, okay. It's all right. Oh, man, he can't even hide it that he thinks you're cute. She just kind of th- thinks as loudly as she can. Not now, whoever you are. Yeah, so his his palms are a little, little sweaty, just a little. Um, and, uh, yeah, so take some deep centering breaths. Um, you, you can hear sort of, uh, at the sound of your own breathing sort of being a very faintly mocked back to you in your own mind. Oh my gosh. She it, might like yeah. try to refocus by like, kind of like adjusting her neck and her head a little bit. Just, you know, kind of like a quick little like shake kind of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you can do what you need to do and you're making it happen. So what happens next? Um, well, she's going to try to reach out to the grandmother. I don't know if a, a name was provided or not, but she'll start sort of, you know, calling out that she's invoking the spirit guides, those who have passed on, the angels and the intercessors and the guardians to help provide a safe and clear channel with which we can speak to the passed on being okay well as you are sitting there um there's a bit of silence deep spiritual silence even and uh, a little voice nagging you in the back of your head just sort of taunts like oh she's not going to show up okay at this point desdemona's gonna let go of joe's hands and kind of sit ramrod straight back up in the chair uh um miss brown is everything okay I apologize for just a moment. Do you want to explain uh, to yourself and what you're doing here? Because I'm trying to work. Oh, uh, yeah, she 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 could be a little uh, a little um, she kind of entered a room real loud, I guess, when she did. So, you know, that's that's old Grandana, right? I'm trying to figure that out. Um, Does she have a first name? Oh, yeah. Uh, Marion. Marion, is that you? <laughs> no. Please identify yourself or you can go. But I can't go. A name, please. Uh, are, are you okay? I'm sorry, Joe. Sometimes others can appear. My home happens to be right near a cemetery. And because of that, sometimes it gets a little crowded. And I'm just trying to do what's best to contact Marion. If you could just give me a few more minutes of your patience, I really do oh, appreciate man. it. No, like, is there, like, a Civil War guy? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. There's somebody who just I is mean, a be bee cool. in my bonnet today. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can be doing so much more than this miserable little work. I'm sorry, that's still not a name. You know it. I, I see your voice is a little different. That's why I didn't recognize. <laughs> um, 
uh, okay, well, like, uh, hey, uh, are we, are we good? Um. Jack? No, my name's Joe. Yes, Joe, I apologize. Just a moment, please, I'm trying something. Jack, if you're, you're not being very helpful right now. I'm trying to concentrate. You could be concentrating on other things. I have a business to run, sir. Oh, man, are you, like, giving lip to a ghost right now? Oh, I wish. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, uh, no, let's that's try. Like, that's like some hella tight shit, you know? I think it's I think it's really cool that like you're like strong empowered woman who can like stand up to like ghosts and tell them to fuck off and stuff. I think that's really like rad. Okay. Pathetic. Okay. She's just going to get up and she is going to go into the kitchen. Um and there is a already written out thank you card and a tea bag <laughs> that's got a ribbon on it <laughs> and she brings it back and goes if you would like I would be more than happy to refund your session for today because of my lack of making contact with Marion. Um, or if you like, you can uh, use this credit session for a future time. Uh, October is a very popular month, and I do apologize very much that I was unable to make contact at this time. Uh, this is not something that happens all the time. Uh, there must be something astrological and cosmic going on, perhaps Mercury retrograde. But here is... A thank you card with my business card in it. Um, it comes with a free pack of tea. Um, and allow me to walk you outside. Oh, uh, uh, uh yeah, I, I, okay, I guess. Um, I really do apologize. If you like, feel free to call me back tomorrow and we can rebook you. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try again. I'll try again tomorrow. Okay. Thank you so much, Joe. And she's going to close the door very fast. You happy now? Never, 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 never. What do you want? I can't even work now. <laughs> this, is this has worked for you. You have so much potential and you do so little with it. Why are you comfortable doing almost nothing? So what, you want to give me a boost or something now? Is that what you're offering? You're offering me more power, phenomenal, and cosmic. Oh, you already have so much more than you're willing to give these leeches. They are not leeches. They are people. Most of them who are hurting and lonely. And they bring that pain and loneliness to you, and what do you get in return? Money? A fleeting sense of self-satisfaction that you helped someone? Money is survival. And the satisfaction of helping others is indescribable. You wouldn't understand. Well, you're right, I wouldn't. Because you so rarely let me help you. Is this some other ploy to annoy me into letting you in so that I can reduce my debt? Because I'm starting to think that that's not actually a possibility. I don't think you're ever going to let me go. I think you're having too much fun. Like a cat playing with a wounded mouse. Um, 
I, I don't think I would ever do that to you. Um, who are you talking to exactly? Terry, it is not Tuesday. No, oh, oh, dagnabbit. Uh, I'm so terribly sorry. I just, I'll go. You don't by chance have a Marianne in the wings with you, do you? Um, haven't met a Marion today, no. Then I guess I'm alone. The silence answers that you are, if only for just a moment. So Sly and Warden Beaumont are grabbing a bite together at four corners of the earth. No one else in the group is there, it's just the two of you guys. You know, the place that you met and immediately got off to a really bad start together. Yes, but uh, yeah, my how things have changed. Like, you two have literally put your lives on the line for each other at this point, and consider each other friends, so... Uh, what's your sandwich order du jour? Uh, Philly cheese, Italian meatball. Once again, uh, you are going to be politely informed that he does not have the requisite materials for that particular sandwich. Hate it here. Ladislav just laughs and just goes, okay, Babylonian beef again. It's, it's fucking good. You know it is. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beaumont walks up uh, and just, oh, uh, hey, Ladislav. Hey, Sly. Um, yeah, put me down for uh, the eggplant. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a seat. I hey. will join him. <laughs> awesome. Um, hey, man. Uh, you know, I don't really... I guess, like, you and I don't hang out a lot outside of the group. To be fair, I don't really hang out a lot with anyone outside of the group. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did kind of get that vibe. I mean, well, I mean, because, like, out of the four of us, like, you know, only half of us actually have regular steady employment. <laughs> I, I have a job. I meant the... F not you. Oh, right. Not you. I meant yeah. the the four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. <sighs> yeah, you and Des. That's about it. And between taking care of school shit and, you know, making sure I'm working out, training, and all that other shit, I don't really have time to hang around with the others unless it's time to actually do shit. <laughs> yeah, speaking of... um. Speaking of, like, training stuff, uh, I understand that you have been uh, taking on apprentices, um, in particular the aforementioned uh, Desdemona. Yeah, she kind of needs it the most. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, there's, there's a lot that she needs to be protected from and kept safe from, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? Yeah. I, you know what? I do. So when that motherfucker, Mr. Jack, tried to convince me to let him in, I was tempted to do it for half a second. 
just so I could fuck with him. Since he can meet you, uh, meet your gaze and look you right in the eyes, he does. And there is a just a mix of emotions. A lot of it is uh, sort of a incredulity that he is trying to swallow. And he's like, it's, it's one of those things where he's staring you dead in the eyes, but his eyeballs are darting uh, around your face <laughs> a little bit. Because like that, that's that's a lot of uh, acclaimed process. That's a pretty bold one. Uh, so he's he just looks at you and just says, "You, you really mean that, don't you?" Yeah, and I know you mean that because if there's oh my god, because if there's one thing he hates, it's someone he can't push around or someone that doesn't give a fuck if they get pushed around. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, because he's he's I'm still he's a shit eating bully at the end of the day. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like I might have almost come off as one of those early on. Not not to that extent, but like the fact that you and I are friends never ceases to amaze me. Well, I mean, I'm pretty abrasive by default, man. So, you know, you can't take all the blame. No, I, I came at you guys. I came at you guys pretty hard and without really any justification. <sighs> I... I mean, you had some justification. You got four randos that are just wandering into, you know, this is the area where you do your job. And now you got these four yahoos trying to play vigilante. Kind of mucks things up a bit. So you're like, what the hell's going on here? I could understand your. I can understand where you're coming from. He just sort of sits back in his chair and takes that in and uh, it's just like, huh? Yeah, you know, we should hang out more. I appreciate your perspective on stuff. Sure, why not? Uh, my point is that, look, we both fucked up, and now we're trying to fuck up less, and that's the best we can do. Yeah, you know what? Uh, he's gonna walk over, uh, he's gonna say, what's, what's your preferred poison? And he walks over to the fridge where they keep the, the drinks. Uh... Do they have that canned boss coffee? They probably do, because we can say they do. Yay! Give me the one with the rainbow on it. Yeah, he grabs that, and uh, he he grabs a uh, Negro Modelo for himself. Nice. And uh, just, you know, cracks that open and sits back down and offers to basically clink with a toast. Clink. Here's to fucking up less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you were talking about, uh, you wanted me to teach you some moves or something? Oh, no, I, um, I was hoping that, uh, I guess Dez was taking to it. Yeah, I mean, everybody has different ways of learning. She's less of a physical learner, she's more of a book learner. So I got her some manuals that I had from a while back that, uh, I think will help a lot. You know, you read people a lot better than I think anyone gives you real credit for. I mean, if a doctor doesn't know how to read people, how the what the fuck good are they? Yeah, your bedside manner uh, had me fooled. <laughs> yeah, that's just the, you know, it's just a basic deflection. That's all it is, really. You got hidden depths, Cooper Smith. Well, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? If we do fuck up. At least we're here for each other, right? Pretty much. 
Here's the fucking up together. <laughs> Clink. I'll drink to that. Friday the 13th, my fucking ass. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, there's the pain. Okay. Oh, there's the yeah. pain, Albion? Alistair? Yeah, I, I would hope you know my voice by now. I, I do. I'm just... Damn. How long you been here? How long you been fighting that Jason Voorhees-looking motherfucker? Uh, about five hours now. Keeps coming back, you know. Gotta show up for the sequel and all that. Ah, uh, let's call it six. I'm gonna ask why you didn't decide to step in, but, uh... I'm guessing it's because I had the situation handled. Eh, you were a little sloppy, but, uh... Got the job done. Ah, you call it sloppy, I call it enthusiastic. Well, and, uh, he steps up and puts a... Claps a hand on your shoulder on the side that is injured. He just goes, well, I hope you got some pet left in your step there, partner. Because, uh, oh. I got it from on high that, uh, you're going to Vermont. Oh, yeah? I mean, what's in Vermont besides, uh, lots of maple trees and, um, us? am I hunting champ? I'm you are hunting not champ. hunting champ. God Champ's damn, a myth. that would have been a cool hunt. Champ ain't real. We've been over this. Listen. You say that now, but, I mean, a lot of people think Mothman ain't real, and we both know the truth on that. No, an ass like that's gotta be real. Yeah, no, so, um, listen, I've been up to Vermont not that long ago. Why, what's going on up there? Well, and I argued against this, because, uh, you ain't been trained quite right, but they're sending you after a hag. A couple of them, I think. Well, dang. We got yep. ourselves a hag problem, then. One might call him a, a haggle of hags. Alistair. Albion. Now, listen, I know you ain't my dad, so why the hell are you making a dad joke at me? I resent that. Oh, there's the pain again. Mm. Yeah, no, I should have known you'd start putting the, putting the screws to me when I'm wounded. That ain't fair. Life ain't fair, kid. Hustle up, get on up there. I gotta get out of here. Alright, well, uh, yeah, no, I got a, I got a spot I can crash, uh, between here and there. So, uh, it's only gonna be a six-hour drive. I imagine the adrenaline's gonna carry me about three of those, and the caffeine will carry me the rest. Look, Albion, I don't care. Just deal with it. Alright, you, uh, you take care of yourself out there, Al. This ain't the last you're gonna see me. I think I heard something about a chupacabra in Kansas I gotta go deal with. They're coming that far north, huh? That's I think, nasty. I think I got flung up by a hurricane, something like that. Oh, shit. Well, best of luck, don't get your goat sucked. I am absolutely taking the envelope with me and going to search the house for its contents. Okay. Um, yeah, you start hearing uh, the distinctive snore of 
somebody who has fallen asleep watching uh, John Wayne and a bunch of guys getting into a, a sort of a King of the Hill match over a giant <laughs> mud puddle uh, and, you know, sort of reconciling some differences over some good old-fashioned fun. Um, yeah, so you know that he's pretty well nodded off, and the movie is is fairly noisy, so you can you can sneak around with that as cover for sure. Um, I'm going to say that you can definitely, uh, you, you definitely find that there, like when you go into that study that you're quite familiar with at this point, um, you don't see the letter anywhere on the table, uh, or sort of stuffed into anywhere if you're taking a look uh, around something that you would notice that seems a little out of place would be a uh, a cheap lighter just sort of on the desk uh, sort of left there carelessly um, and that probably is going to clue you in that you should look into the waste bin and you do see that he's got a waste basket that has uh, ashes in it so, and suggesting that perhaps that letter was burnt. Okay. And there, there's no salvageable remains? Um, not really. There are I mean, there's there's like it seems like he did a pretty decently thorough job uh, of making sure that he, you couldn't get any noted, any useful information off of it. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm taking a mental note of that. And does he have any, like, family pictures in his study? Um, he does, uh, but you only discern any of that after you flip them face up. All right. Um, interesting. Is there anyone of note in any of these photos? Well, you do notice uh, that it seems like this might just be photos of him with more distant relations. Uh, it doesn't look like he's got a, a partner or any kids uh, in any of these pictures, at least nothing that would seem to indicate that. It looks more like, you know, sort of group photos with a family, so you can't clearly tell if any of them are uh, necessarily like close relations mm -hmm. uh, you do notice in one photo that's from it must be from some a few years back uh, that he is uh, in a smaller group it looks like he's uh, he, he seems like he's happier in this image and not just like putting on a smile for a camera um, but it seems like he's actually in a mood to be a little more photogenic than normal or than you've ever seen him. Uh, and there is a, a woman somewhere around his age in the photograph with him. Uh, and you can see uh, that she has a child in that, in that picture. Uh, the kid is not interested in being in this photograph whatsoever, which is why it takes you more than a little bit of time to recognize that this is a much younger Chris. I knew it.
I don't understand. You're her mother. If Ro has been trying to find me after all this time, then why do you refuse to simply bring me to her? Especially considering what he told me. I know my daughter is out there trying to save you. But it may just be you, in turn, that will save not only her, but everyone alive. It is imperative that you speak to Marcus again. Make whatever deals are necessary to ensure that you find him. I... I will. I will. See that you do. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, I'm Daniel, game master of the actual play podcast, No Dice. Join magic assholes, Ixen. There's a score between me and doors, and so far, doors are zero. Perry. They definitely have a lot of daggers happening. They're, they're hiding in various spaces. Sayersha. I always love getting stories from adventurers. I, I really wish I could just have, you know, one of my own. And a whole host of guest players. You can find No Dice on the first Friday of every month on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or PocketPodcastNetwork.com.